so you are not one to hold back on your opinions and you have an opinion for us today. I do. What have you got for us? Okay, so the, I think the topic of this episode should be when should you rebrand? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times businesses sort of don't know uh, when the best time to do it is. Sometimes you're worried that, oh, we made so much progress. Uh, if we rebrand now, you know, are we going to lose all the progress we made? Um, sometimes they think that uh, everything's fine and really it isn't. And yep. I'm tr- still trying to formulate the best way to kind of have that conversation with clients mm-hmm. or potential customers because it's a bit of like, you it, know, it can be a touchy, touchy subject, you know? Yeah, especially because people are, uh, well, more often than not, people are very invested yeah. in their brand. Yep. Um, so, when it comes to the topic of rebranding, uh, sometimes that feels a bit, a little bit like you're losing a part of your business. Yeah. And you have to admit you nail it the first time as well. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing to be afraid of because um, even the best brands, even the best companies will rebrand, you know, um, sometimes dozens of times in their life if they're mm-hmm. a they're a very long lasting company mm. or you might have just outgrown your brand as well exactly like the first one could have been perfectly suitable yeah but now your business has reached a point where um what you had before is not quite as yeah appropriate it's like, anymore it's like christianity you know the, uh, a pastor used to be like a very well respected sort of mm. older gentleman and now you see justin bieber's pastor and uh you know he's covered in tattoos and he wears his pants so low that it's almost scandalous <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's just the new brand for Christianity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, here's the first point, I think. Um, right. First time, what I'm going to do is kind of talk about some moments that um, I'm just going to use an example of like different companies in different moments of their mm-hmm. life that kind of might uh, help sort of solidify these, these, these times to rebrand. So, the first one um, is actually uh, someone who hasn't even started uh, taking money, giving you know services or products out. This is someone who um, the best example of of this might be, say, a software developer, right? In the current software development company that he works in, uh, he, they are using um, Java mostly, the programming language Java, to create apps and whatever. He has the idea that he actually wants to move into the programming language called Python because he's get, wants to get... Now, I'm going to very quickly reveal how little I know about <laughs> software development here. So, uh, let's just say, you know, he's going into Python because uh, he wants to get more into graphical user interfaces. And that's that programming language is actually better for doing that than, say, Java. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so, he knows that the people are asking for this. It's just that they're using a programming language that's not as ideal for that, for that application. So um, it's almost like he's already got validation that the business can work, that there's customers who want it and that there's a reason why he would go out on, on his own versus staying inside the company because they don't want to change languages because right. everyone knows it. So this is a good time for him to actually invest in advance on his brand because um, he knows that uh, the business is probably going to succeed. So, mm. Um, good time to actually invest upfront in your brand. The best way to do your do you, to think about rebranding is not having to do it at all because you did it right the first time. Mm. And so uh, this is a really good example. You're starting a new business. You've already kind of validated the idea, and you want to invest in brand early on because you're just going to get a re- you're going to get the rocket fuel you need to to take off um, through having a strong brand from the very start. Right. So rather than a a rebrand. You could think of this as a pre-brand. Jesus. 
Sure. Why not? <laughs> pre-brand. Uh, <laughs> All right. So pre-brand moment number one. Yeah. Okay. Next one is just move along. All right. <laughs> the next one is when you've tested an idea um, for a little while and you've actually got some market validation. You've got customers coming through the door. You actually have more and more customers coming through the door each day. And you're thinking this might be a good time before we grow anymore to just have a look at this. So an example of that might be a, uh, a pop-up store, a pop-up burger shop, okay? So right now they might be um, going to markets and stuff um, on a Sunday or whatever and they pop up there and, and they're kind of around with other sort of uh, pop-ups and market stalls and stuff like that. Or they might, you know, go to the bowls club or whatever um, or um, outside of a bar, all those kinds of examples. They're kind of a, a nomad business right now. So they, they, they have pretty rudimentary uh, they probably live on on their on their social media, and that's where they announce where they're going to be each week and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. They're like, okay, this is going really well. Uh, let's open an actual physical store. So this is a perfect point of a transition point for them, where before investing in um, very you know expensive signage and all that kind of stuff, revisit the brand. Let's have a look if maybe we can build like something a bit more substantial or something that's in line with some of the learnings that we've already had along the way. Uh, really good time for them to rebrand or to actually just flesh out their brand properly. Mm. And um, do you think at this stage as well that um, perhaps your customers and new customers might be uh, less forgiving seems harsh, but um, they'll, they'll accept kind of like a shaky brand a bit yeah. less as soon as you've got yeah. a, a well-established like bricks and mortar. Yeah. Your customers before this might have been friends, family, um, people who are, are love are trying out the new burger in town, all of that kind of stuff. These people a lot less fickle than the average consumer. And I mean, if there's any one lesson that you should take away from this podcast is that customers, your customers don't, they don't care about your success. What they care about is their own success, their own problems. And that mm-hmm. sounds pretty nihilistic, but um, it's the truth. And if you embrace that truth, it's actually super valuable knowledge for you to have. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's why you should exist as a business as well. Exactly. You're you there know, to solve people's problems. You want to, it want, you want to be win-win. Like you want to get personal satisfaction out of it, but you also need to be solving someone's problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the second stage. Uh, you've already, you've been in business for a couple of years, maybe, maybe even six months and things are going really quickly. And you're like, okay, let's take this to the next level. It's time to do a proper brand for us. Um, and that's something that we can grow into going forward. Mm-hmm. And then number three is um, this might be further down the line, but it also just represents a state of flux in general. So anytime you're kind of having a big change in your company, that can be a really good time to reassess and rebrand. The example that I'll use here is say you have a to-do a to-do list app. So you can check off the stuff you have to do each day on the app. Um, it's really simple, really What's intuitive. What's it called? Uh, do it now. Yeah, nice. And, and then, um, you know, you, you've realized actually that a lot of people are using this in a professional sense. They're actually using it to take down stuff that they're doing day to day at work. So, um, understanding this new potential market, you actually want to expand and create an organizational task management app for, say, like a creative business. Um, it could be a video game developer or a, uh, a, a 
a branding agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this case, you're actually changing, you're pivoting your product. And this is a really good time for you to reassess whether do it now is, is, is actually a good name for your app. Um, or maybe it might sound a little bit like the creative director who they already hate te- giving them orders. <laughs> so you might want to come up with something a bit more like do it together or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, this, is just a, yeah. this is just an example of like a really good time when you, when you, something big is changing in your company, you're, something's in flux and it's a great time to think about rebranding and it's a great time to invest in that rebrand because your, mm. your customers are changing, maybe even your suppliers are changing, you're being exposed to a whole new group of people. I think especially when your customers are changing, I, I would argue that it is almost, um, it's almost 100% necessary to rebrand at that point. Because yeah. new customers means new needs and wants. Yep. And your current brand was built for what your previous customers wanted. Yep. And therefore, it's not reflective of, of these new needs that you need to be satisfying. Exactly. And maybe, you know, in the example of a to-do app, uh, the previous users might have wanted something very Spartan, very um, unassuming, something that didn't get in the way of their day-to-day going on, goings on. Uh, because that's actually what an ideal to-do app would do. Mm. But when you're talking about organizational management for creative agencies and stuff like that, they actually, you know, they, they spend their whole lives, their whole working lives thinking about how to make, how to delight people. And if the, if you have an app that's similarly trying to excite them, um, that's, you know, Asana does a really good job of this. Mm. They have like unicorns fly across the screen and, and all that stuff when you complete a task. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. If you're making any change that's even slightly significant to your business or your customers or your product, um, it's almost ma- mandatory to actually reassess your brand at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Okay, so we've got our three moments along our timeline of the business. Yep, we've got the pre-brand. We have the rebrand, um, you know, uh, the first kind of rebrand that happens in your business. And then you have the the, the flux rebrand, mm-hmm. which is uh, can happen multiple times throughout your business's life. Okay, all right. And so um, now that we're aware of these moments, what what are some things that we should think about when we're anticipating that we're, we're about to hit these milestones? Yeah. So um, I guess one of the first things to think about is um, you might have actually you might actually start um, especially if you're pre-validation. Think of yourself as the burger pop-up. And um, you don't actually have the money or um, necessarily the data to justify a rebrand yet. Um, you're in that first sort of six months or year. You might actually go on something like Fiverr or, or um, Upwork to get a cheap logo done. And, you know, that's, that's okay. You don't have to be perfect from the start. But what I will say is um, I've spoken to a lot of business owners who get very attached to this temporary solution and they want to pull it forward into the next rebrand and then the rebrand after that. And that's a kind of dangerous place to be in because you can um, tether your brand to something that was always meant to be a temporary solution mm-hmm. and it can actually hold back the progress that you can make and the value that you can get out of your out of your brand going mm-hmm. forward. And yeah, like we said, it just might not be appropriate or applicable yeah anymore exactly mm. okay what else what else should we think about um okay so one sort of caveat to make is um if you're working in an undifferentiated sort of um space 
something like plumbing or um, internet service providers, something like that, where where the customer actually can't really tell the difference between, say, your product or service and um, someone else's. That is a really important time uh, to always make sure your brand is is um, sorted out. Um, it's worth investing in, in in cases like that to to make sure that your customer your your potential your potential customers can really clearly tell the difference between you and your competitors mm. because they're not going to be able to tell in the in the product or in the service. And and to that point, something that we hear quite often um, is businesses who say. But our, our service is much better. Yeah, customer service is awesome and that's what makes us different. Mm. But those those potential customers have not experienced your customer service. So you can't trade on that as a point of differentiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I they stay with you. That's not why they call you in the exactly, first place. Exactly. That's a great way to think about it. customer service is what keeps your customers coming back. Yeah. But it doesn't draw them in the first time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the final, the final uh, point that you've got just about branding in general more yeah. or less, um, a really good way to think about it. What is that? So, yeah, I guess one last thing to think about always when you're thinking about a rebrand, really try and think about it always as a revolution rather than an evolution. Everything should be on the table to change, whether that's colors, logos, even your name. You might not always change those things, but you need to be open to the fact that they can and potentially should change. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're trying to tr- When you're trying to pull too much from the past forward with you, you're, you're missing out on opportunities. And you know what? That's just good life advice. I agree. Yeah. Don't live in the past. Keep an open mindset. Yep. All right. So, that is uh, when should your when should you rebrand your business? Yep. Any other points we've got before we, uh, before we head off, before we say goodbye? No, we've done this episode three times now. I think that's <laughs> probably the best one we're going to do. So, let's wrap it up there. All right. Well, thank you for sharing, Alex. I will see you for the next one. See you later. You just listened to Kill Your Logo by Modular Studio. For more branding advice, check out our other episodes. Find them in your favorite podcast app.